Well, today is Ministry Fair Sunday. One of my favorite Sundays here at Gateway Church. I love the opportunities that we have here. And uh, some people don't like it. It's interesting. We were talking in our staff meeting about promoting Ministry Fair Sunday. And I said, well, what are we going to do to let people know that it's coming up? And somebody said, maybe we shouldn't tell them. Like, what do you mean we shouldn't tell them? They said, well, maybe they won't come to church on Sunday because they might feel convicted that they need to serve in church. And I thought, wow. But my whole life has been serving in church, so I don't get that. But there are people that way. And I'm not going to bash you with that today. I'm not going to tell you you're a terrible person if you don't serve at Gateway Church. Um, I'll let the Holy Spirit do that. <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> team. I got a little button here that says team. Together, everyone achieves more. That's what it stands for. It's a team. You all know that there's no I in team, right? But there is an M and an E. There is me in team, right? It takes a bunch of me's to make a team. Not a bunch of eyes. Everybody wants to be a part of the winning team. I don't want to join a team that's going to lose. I don't want to play on a football team that... Is Tom Tucky in here? Like the Cleveland Browns? The... Wow, that's a tough one, Tom. Um... I want to play for a winning team. I want to cheer for a winning team, even though I can't play professional football. I want to cheer for a team that's winning, right? I mean, you don't want to go sit in your chair this afternoon and cheer for the Vikings and they lose. That's no fun. We want to feel like we're a part of a winning team. You know, last year would have been the perfect year for the Vikings to make the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it was here in Minneapolis. They had this incredible play that got them to the conference championship game against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it was like the handwriting was on the wall, right? Like, this is going to happen. They are going to go to the Super Bowl. And then they met the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles uh, started out the year with a quarterback by the name of Carson Wentz. And if you, I'm sorry, if you don't like football... Just bear with me a little bit, okay? This is an illustration I'm going to use here. You'll get, we'll get to the point, all right? So if you don't like football, just hang with me a little bit. Carson Wentz was the quarterback. He was having an incredible season. They were 11 wins and two losses. They were heading into the playoffs, going to do great things, and he got an injury. And an injury so bad that it sidelined him for the rest of the season. Now imagine you're leading his team and then you get into an injury like that. And the backup quarterback by the name of Nick Foles comes in, and not only does he take the team from there through the end of the season, but he takes them through the playoffs, and they win the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. Why is that? How does that happen? We all know the huge role that a quarterback or a leader makes on a team. But a team is not about an I, it's about 
a me. And you and I and lots of me's make up a team. It takes 11 men to make up a team in football. Actually, 22 to field the total offense and a defense. If the Vikings were to go out on the field today, by the way, who are they playing today? Buffalo Bills. Okay. Somebody knows. Um, if they were to go out on the field today with 10 guys or 9 guys, every play, they're going to lose. I don't care if you have 9 really good guys. 9 good guys are not going to beat 11 professional athletes. It's not going to happen. They need to have a complete team. They need to have 11 guys on the field at all times. Some of those players are bigger than others. Some are faster than others. Some are in the spotlight more because their name gets called a lot and they always show pictures of them. Some are rarely mentioned. But if you go out there with less than 11, you're going to lose. Nobody wants to sign up for a losing team. Everybody wants to be a part of a winning team. Everybody wants to be recognized with a winning team. Everybody wants to get that trophy. Carson Wentz got injured. Nick Foles stepped in. The Eagles won the Super Bowl, not because of one guy, but because of a team. And he was so much a part of that team that he actually got the most valuable player of the Super Bowl as a backup quarterback. So why do we talk about that today? Today in church we have what we call Mission Sunday, Ministry Fair Sunday at Gateway Church, where we have an opportunity to join a ministry team. You can put up the scripture now, Terry. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. If you call yourself a follower of Christ, if you call yourself a Christian, you have been given a gift by God. A gift that's unique to you that God is asking you to use to further his kingdom. It's not a gift that you keep and hide, and we all know what happens when you hide those gifts or bury them in the ground or don't use them for God, right? He will take it away from you and give it to somebody else. You call yourself a Christian. If you do this verse that God has given us today, you'll have an opportunity to serve. I was driving to church today, and I was thinking about this verse, and I was thinking, why would somebody come to church and not serve? And I was trying to put myself in the, in the pew today. You're somebody who calls Gateway your church. You come here on a regular basis. You love the worship. You love the ministry. You love the people. You connect with people. But you're not involved in ministry. Why is that? And I asked myself that question, and I think one of the reasons is you've never been asked. Well, nobody's ever really asked me to help out in whatever. And maybe they don't even know what I'm good at, and so nobody's ever asked me to do that. I'm asking you today. All right? Maybe I haven't been a good pastor and haven't gone to you, everybody, and said, hey, 
Doran, what are you good at? <laughs> Let's get going. But I'm here today to say we need everybody here. Because I think Gateway Church is a winning team. I think we are really good at winning lost souls for Christ. Right? We regularly have white roses here. I think we are really good at the things that we do around here. We're good at winning people for Christ. We're good at being hospitable to our guests. We have a whole team of people that every Sunday is here that their main purpose is to make people feel welcome when they come into this building. We are really good at leading our youth and our children to knowledge in Jesus Christ. And we're good at winning them, putting them on a winning team so that they can succeed here at Gateway Church. Gateway Church is a winning ministry. I believe that we have an opportunity to be a winning team. But it takes all of us to do that. Winning teams need members who are role players. And we all have a role to play here at Gateway Church. Some of you are new and you're just trying to figure out what your role is. Some of you are long-term members that have good gifts that have been given from the Father. Team. Together, everyone achieves more. We need everybody to step up today. And actually, if we're real honest, we've lost some team members. We've had a tough year where, you know, there's been a lot of different things have been going on in our church and 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 people are unsure of gateway church and so for whatever reason they've gone on to another church that means that those of us that are here need to all the more get involved in ministry it might mean that you have to play both ways you know what that means when i played football for st paul bible college i played the first year we ever had a team we weren't known for football, okay? So, I mean, it was, it was interesting. Um, I went to my high school coach and said, I want our playbook. I brought the high school playbook from my high school to my college coach and said, here you go. He'd never coached a football team. The athletic director from the school brought in a... <laughs> a salesman, and he sat me down with him, and he said, you know what we need for a team? I go, yeah. He goes, order it. I ordered every jersey, every practice jersey, every helmet, every shoulder pad, every face mask, every football, everything, because these people did not know what they were doing. They never had a football team there. <laughs> Playing both ways, when we started a team, we had like 18 guys that knew how to play football. So we had to play both ways. I had to play offense. I had to play defense. I was the only long snapper we had, so I had to snap for punts and extra points. And I asked the coach, I said, can I come off the field when we score a touchdown, like when we kick off so I can get a drink? Because, you know, otherwise I'm on the field for an hour. Yeah, we'll find somebody to put in there for you. I don't want you to be that way at Gateway Church. I don't want you to come to church and go, oh, I'm tired because I'm, I'm, I'm always serving somewhere. But if everybody joins in, we make it happen, right? 
I did a little math in my office this morning. I think it takes 47 volunteers on a Sunday morning to make church happen at Gateway Church. 47. Now, if you look in this room here, there might be between 150 and 200 adults in this room here today. That means a lot of you have to help out to make a week happen. The more people we get in the pews, the less that we're going to need you, but there will be other things to do. So I'm just challenging you today to say, maybe you're not involved in ministry at Gateway Church and nobody's asked you. I'm asking you. Maybe you're not involved in Gateway Church because you really don't know what your gift is. Get involved in Dick McCormick's group. He'll help you find that out. Um, some of you might be involved in a ministry and say, well, I, I have my ministry. I'm telling you, you might need to step up a little more. When I was running a ministry called Harvest Ministries, um, I was doing ministry every day. I was going to churches, I was meeting with youth pastors, I was taking groups to Mexico, and that was my ministry, and I worked at ministry every day. But I had to have a church to go to on the weekends. So I came to Gateway Church. And in the back of my mind, I said, I do ministry every day, so I don't need to do ministry at church. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Because everybody else here works a job during the week, right? And you still come to church and you do ministry. And I had to tell myself, ministry at church <laughs> is different than the ministry that I do during the week. And I got involved at Gateway Church, and I never looked back at that. That's a great thing, and I'm glad that I'm a part of this church, and I'm glad that I'm a part of helping out here. But we need everybody. There's another interesting phenomenon, and I'm going to be done here in a second because I want to give us opportunities this morning, that's going on right now in churches. I have people come to me in the lobby at Gateway Church and will openly tell me that they are not a follower of Jesus Christ, but they want to volunteer at Gateway Church. They do not believe that Jesus died on the cross for their sins, but they want to volunteer at Gateway Church. Isn't that interesting? I tell them, absolutely you can volunteer. Because where else are they going to rub shoulders with Christians and great people and be a part of a winning team and maybe learn that Jesus is the answer? No, they're not going to teach your kids Sunday school. They're not going to be up here leading a worship. But we're going to give them some jobs to do. We're going to give them some ministry to do. And I think that's a great thing. I want to challenge you today that if nobody's ever asked you to get involved in ministry, I'm asking you, what is it going to take? If we have everybody in this room, when we're done here, go out there, look at the ministries that are there, and there's, there's a list of them. You've got, them. you've got the list in front of you. There's 16 or so different ministries there. Say, yeah, I could do that. I could get involved there. I could help there. You'd be amazed. At first, what it does for your worldview of other people and how you get excited about serving the Lord. So, we have about 20 to 25 minutes. And in this next 20 to 25 minutes, I want you, if you have kids, your kids are taking care of their children's ministry, I want you to go out into the lobby, and I want you to look at the ministries that are there, and I want you to 
Ask questions of people that are involved in those ministries. Find a place where you can connect. Find a place where you can get involved. When you sign up, they'll put this little team sticker on you. It kind of looks like the I voted sticker. There's a reason behind that. You know, when you go and vote, then you go back to work or wherever you go, and you're like, oh, I voted. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I better go vote. But you're telling the world that you're in. You're connected. You're vote, you voted. When, when you sign up for a ministry out here, you get a sticker. It says you're a team member. I don't want to see anybody leave the church today with a sticker on. And don't steal one from some table and stick it on. <laughs> Actually sign up and get involved. You would be amazed at what that would do. I'm having fun with you today, but I just really want to encourage you to, to get involved in, in Gateway Church. I believe we have a winning ministry here. I believe we have a winning team. And I believe that you as individuals want to be a part of that team. And I don't care how old you are. I see lots of junior high and high school age students here. You're not the church of tomorrow. You're the church of today. Get involved in your church. Sign up. Find a place where you can serve. And you're not too old to serve either. Well, I can't do anything. My body doesn't work like the way it should. We'll find a place for you. It's really important. Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for uh, what we can do here at Gateway Church. Lord, I know that you've got a plan for our church that's going to take us to a whole different level. But this is your core right here, Lord. These are the people that love you and love the church and want to succeed. Lord, I just ask that your Holy Spirit would speak to each of us that we would get involved in our church in a way that is honoring to you and that uses the gift that you've given to us, that your Bible says, that your word says. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll flick the lights for everybody at a certain point just to let everybody know that we're closing down. That doesn't mean you have to leave, but that means if you have kids, you should go and get your kids out of, out of the nursery. Thank you. Have a great time this afternoon.